Hey, and welcome to the Self-Love and Happiness Podcast. I am your host, Mallory A. Come on in and join us as we dive into some real-life conversations in a fun and relatable way. The Self-Love and Happiness Podcast is all about a better self, better love, and better happiness. This is a safe place for you to explore your true happiness while loving and discovering your best self. So come on in and let's get started. We are here, episode six, yay! Okay, so I I do have to issue an apology for my regular listeners, all four of you. Um, (laughs) I did not upload an episode last week. And honestly, I just was not in a good headspace. Like nothing was really wrong. I was just really tired and really overwhelmed with just life. You know, it was just like so much is going on. And I felt so guilty because I'm like, I just started this podcast. I can't be taking time off already. I haven't been on this gig for 90 days. I don't have any time built up. (laughs) So, you know, I had to work past that because I really was feeling like if I am doing this podcast about self-love and happiness and I'm not taking care of myself, then am I even really being a good role model or even living up to the the whole idea of what this podcast is about? So (laughs) I had to really just take a step back and be okay with, you know what, it's okay and I can't do it today and I'm going to pick it back up. This doesn't mean that I quit. It just means I can't do it right now, which... I mean, like if this was a diet or working out, I probably would have fell off for a while, but I'm, I'm doing better. I'm not going to fall off. I'm here and I am excited. I'm excited to be here today. Yes. I know I don't haven't earned any sick time, so I'm going to do better, but mental health day was, was necessary. So let's get into the highs and the lows So I have actually several highs um, and I'm kind of excited to share. So one of them, I had something going on uh, last week where I was um, down on the plaza area. If you're local, then you kind of know what that means. If not, it's kind of like a, I don't even know how to explain it. It's not downtown, but it's off of downtown. So there's lots of shops and different things there. Anyway. I finished up what I was doing and normal me, I rush home and, you know, got to make sure the kids are in bed and, you know, do my part. Well, I was like, you know what? I'm not going to grab fast food today. I'm actually going to go to a restaurant, sit down, enjoy this food. And then I'm going to go get my kids and do all the things that I need to do. And when I tell you it was the best, it was the best, it was the best ever. I took myself out on a date And I sat at a high top table and I really enjoy, I don't even remember what I ate. It was good. It was, it was amazing. I watched a little of the winter Olympics. I don't even know what sport was on. I was just kind of like in a daze, but it was amazing. It was amazing. I 100% totally recommend taking yourself out on a date. Like it's not that I couldn't go with anyone because I'm pretty sure I could have been you know, I have, not that I got a whole bunch of friends. I'm not trying to make it seem like that, but I got a couple friends, you know, I could be like, Hey, you want to meet? Which 
that would have been nice too. Um, but I feel like I really needed that moment for myself and it was, it was really good. It was a good time. It was really what I needed because like I said last week, I was really tired and overwhelmed and I feel like I have to be all these things for all, all these people and everybody, you know, needs this and needs that. And it was a real good self-care moment. So yeah, because <laughs> this is silly, but confession, I really like to eat in my car. I know this sounds really dumb, but the other day I realized like, yeah, you like this. <laughs> and it all started back when like 12 years ago when I was doing my first master's program and I, um, I was always on the go. So I always ate in the car, which I kind of got accustomed to. And so now I think more so I like eating in the car because, well, I have a little toddler and I don't have to worry about chasing him around, especially like if he's with me, he's in his car seat strapped in or whatever. Like I can just have a moment to like enjoy my food. So I do like eating in the car, but eating at the restaurant was great. All right. Now that I did all that rambling, <laughs> my low. So my dog peed in my room and I was livid. Now I know people are probably like, yeah, dogs have accidents in the house and they do. Mm -hmm. My dog is not allowed in my room because when we first moved in our house, almost three years ago, he had an accident in our room. I don't even really know how it happened. I think our door was closed, but he probably would have just had it in another space in the house. Anyway, it smelled so bad. I could not get the smell out my nose. It made me feel like I was going to vomit. So ever since then, I'm like, you're not allowed to come in our room. Well, he snuck his little butt in here <laughs> and peed on the leg of the couch in my room. And this is how I discovered it. So I have a super bionic nose, okay? I can smell my kids' musty underarms before they even get off the bus. Trust me, they're probably they're like, oh gosh, mom can smell us. <laughs> so I'm laying on the floor with my little toddler because he's asleep. And I'm like, why do I smell dog pee? Now, first I'm thinking like, well, he's not allowed in here. So no way he came in here and did anything. And he was standing in the hall and I should have known at that very moment because he was standing in the hall looking at me like, oh shoot, she's about to find out. So I roll over and I'm like, gosh, I feel like it's right here. So I get to sniff in the floor and it was like, I was basically laying in it. Oh my gosh. I was so frustrated. I was ready to give the dog away at that very moment. Somebody please come get him. But I have cleaned that spot on the carpet several times. It's probably going to be lighter than the rest of the carpet because I just keep cleaning it because, I mean, I have a very str strong sense of smell um, because it's taken over because other things are lacking, like my vision. <laughs> but anyway, so all is well. I'm going to continue to clean the carpet until hopefully I can get the smell out of the room. It's probably out of the room, but it's just my bionic nose, just oversensitive. So that's that. Moving right along, let's get right into today's episode after I just rambled for seven minutes. I want to talk about taking off your mask and being your true authentic self. So this came to me once once upon a time, 
A coworker asked me if I could take her to work. Absolutely no problem at all. So when I drive to work, I usually listen to my workout playlist, which is pretty ratchet. I mean, it's got some, it's some, okay. Yeah. So just imagine what that is. Um, and I usually listen to it on the way to work because I really haven't been going to the gym to listen to my workout playlist, but that's another story for another day. Anyway, I don't know what it is, but it gets me hyped for my day. I listen to my gospel music at home and then in the car, I listen to my ratchet music because I just, you know, I just, I'm grooving. Okay. No judgment. All right. So I'm headed to pick her up and I'm like, oh, let me change the, let me, well, let me find something else. Oh, um, you know, like I was just kind of like, oh, I don't know. I don't know what to put on. And then, you know, I, I think I ended up just putting like on some jazz music or something. And so, you know, when she got in the car, we talked the whole time. It wasn't like we were just sitting in silence, listening to the music or whatever, but it just really had me thinking like, what was that about? I, when I have gotten in the car with other coworkers to or just people in general to go places or do things, they never change their music. Never. Whatever is on is what is on. And I'm like, why did I feel like I needed to change at that moment to make sure, I don't know, that she was comfortable in the car? Which, of course, if someone's coming into my space, I want them to be comfortable but I really don't even think it was about her. It was more so about me. So it had me really doing some like, I mean, I didn't go deep, but I kind of went deep into what is that about? So it really brings up the, you know, whole thought of code switching and all that. And so if you know what code switching is, um, why did I feel it necessary to code switch at that time? Like we weren't at work yet, but why did I even need to code? Why do we even need to code switch? Like, that is the question. And it makes me think about that episode of Insecure where there was a new um, intern at the law firm. And so if you're not familiar with Insecure, um, the one of the lead characters, the black girl named Molly, and she's an attorney. And so there was a new intern at the office and she's black also. And, you know, she was very loud and boisterous and you know the she was hired being herself and so Molly who's black is like you know pulled her to side like hey girl you know basically in so many words she's like you need to tone it down and so she was like why do I need to tone it down this is how they hired me this is who I am and so the attorneys then came to Molly like, Molly, basically, can you talk to your girl? Because she needs to tone it down. And then Molly refused and so on and so on. Anyway, you should go watch it. But it really made me think about like, so when is it okay to really be yourself? Is it okay to ever be yourself? <laughs> I mean, like, and and then when you're, if you're so often not being yourself, do you even really know who you are? Like when I put on my professional voice, like, hi, you've reached the voicemail of, is that really me? Like, I don't, I don't feel like that's me. Like I put that voice on to distract people, I guess, from who I am so they can feel more comfortable. 
And then that just brought up all these other questions like, how often am I sacrificing being who I really am to make others feel more comfortable in my presence? And what about me makes people so uncomfortable that I have to change who I am to make them more comfortable? Yeah, I don't know. It's just so strange to me. Like, you know, we live in a world where people judge. It's it's obvious. People are judging you every single moment. That social media, I mean, we have trolls that are just constantly judging and people looking at your pictures and oh, oh they look like the oh, they should have done it or why do they why are they wearing this? You know, and I'm not going to act like I don't do it cuz I do. <laughs> but it it really it's really, really hurting us. I think it's hurting us. And honestly, I think we really need to take a deep look inside ourselves about what, what is it that's going on with me that I feel like I need to judge you about what's going on with you? Why am I so uncomfortable with myself that I'm uncomfortable with you being yourself? I don't know. <sighs> it's it's a thing. Because uh, I often feel like, you know, when I'm at work, like, I don't want to be too much of me. I don't want to give too much of me because I don't want to, I don't know, scare people. Why would people be scared of me? Like, have you seen me? Why would anybody, why would people be scared of me? What is there to be afraid of? But why do I feel like I can't be full me because I will then scare people or I won't look qualified or I won't know what I'm doing when honestly people can think that regardless, right? But then sometimes in my friend groups, I feel like, I'm not, I don't know, me enough to be in that group either. And then it's like, well, who am I really? Like this, I I know I can't be the only person who thinks about this because it was put on my heart to talk about this. So there's got to be someone else out there, one person, two people in the world who has some of these same thoughts that what is it about me that I feel like I can't be my full self, Right. So here's what I'm challenging you to do. I'm challenging you to really think about who you are. Sometimes I struggle with really who I am, like with the question of, well, what do you like to do for fun? Uh, I like to travel. I mean, I do like to travel, but then sometimes I don't because then I think about the hassle of, okay, so am I taking the kids? Are we not? Do we have to have childcare? Do you have, you know, like there's so many other things I have to think about. Is traveling really relaxing if I got to take my whole family? Okay. That's not really a hobby. What do I really like to do for fun? I like to craft. When's the last time you crafted something? I don't know. I got this Cricut machine for Christmas that I still haven't plugged up. So what am I doing for myself? What am I doing to stimulate me as a person that brings me joy? What are you doing to bring yourself joy? That's my assignment for you. Yeah, I'm giving homework. I need you to figure out what's bringing you joy. On a daily, what do you do to take care of yourself that brings you joy? Weekly, monthly, yearly, biannually, every five years, whatever the case is, what are you doing for yourself? And it's not just taking bubble baths and taking deep breaths. But like, really, what are you doing that brings you a glimpse of joy? You know, if if we've learned anything about this whole pandemic we've just lived through that we're still living through, 
it's that time is not promised to anyone. So are we just, are you living? Are you just there? Like, are you enjoying life? And if you're not, what can you do to change that? So that's the homework. What are you going to do to take care of you? What are you going to do to enjoy you? The thing is, you are enough. We're enough the way we are. And I, this is what I realized about me. When I'm my true authentic self, that's when I connect better with people. If I'm going on a job interview, that's when I actually get the job. But when I'm putting on this mask to be someone else, that's when I'm uncomfortable in the moment. I don't really know like what to say, like, uh, how's the weather? <laughs> you know, I don't know. I've noticed with any job interview that I've ever had, if I've gone in that job interview with, you know what, it doesn't really matter if I get this job or not. I'm just going to be myself. I've gotten the job offer. If I've gone in with this high level of stress and anxiety, like, okay, I got to make sure I say the right things because I want to impress them. And I only get 30 minutes to like give them a glimpse of who I am. But honestly, when I'm going in there, I'm not giving them who I am. And when I do though, that my experience has been in those type of interviews, I don't get the job. I don't get the offer. Uh, one example I have, <laughs> so I was in a job interview and I actually have two. There was a bottle of water that was sitting there and um, I'm in a room with like seven or eight people that are asking me questions. And this was my first time interviewing for a school counseling position. And mind you, I had not actually started my school counseling program yet. I already had my master's degree. Um, in marriage and family therapy, but I hadn't started my school counseling classes yet to get that certification. So like I literally went in there and like not really knowing much. Of course I did homework to prepare, but you know, so they're asking me all these questions and this bottle of water is sitting there. And so like midway through, I was like, um, is this bottle of water for me? And they were like, Oh yeah, we set that there for the applicant. It's been there all day. Nobody has <laughs> um, went to, for the water bottle. I was like, oh, so this is a great sign. So I was the lucky one who went for the water bottle. That means you guys are going to hire me for the job. And I was just like, afterwards, of course, I'm like, why did you say that? That was so dumb. But do you know that's actually what they remember the most from the interview when I actually got to show them a glimpse of my silly personality? It wasn't the questions that I answered because none of them were even counselors to even know what I needed to say. But they got to see me and they were like, yeah, we like her. And that felt really good. And another, um, I was, they, you know, these interviews are so intense and like they ask you all these questions and it's like I don't know I don't really know you just got to get to know me and then you know you'll know if I can do the job right well they asked me a question it was like a scenario and I'm like I don't, uh, words are hard can we role play this out and they were like uh yeah and so I knew I caught them off guard with that, but that was actually the part that they remembered most about my interview because I actually had an opportunity to be myself. 
So what I'm saying is being yourself is really going to get you where you want to go in life. So if you feel like you can't be yourself in a room, do you even need to be in that space? Like, is that space big enough to hold who you are as a person? And if it's not, is that space meant for you to be there? And if, you know, maybe it is meant for you to be in that space and they need to, you know, figure out their issues with why you can't be you. And honestly, I guarantee you, everybody in the room is probably thinking the same exact thing. But because we're so busy judging everybody, we would never actually really say that. Right. But that's neither here nor there. At the end of the day, I really think it's important for us to really think about self-discovery and who we are, what we like, the things we enjoy. Um, Like I said earlier, taking myself on that date was, gosh, it was the best thing that I could have done that whole week. It just, I felt so free and just, it was great. I used to go do stuff by myself before, like in the past, before I was married. And I, I never had an issue with like going to eat by myself, going to the movies by myself. Cause I saw my mom do that. And I thought that's cool. Um, but I hadn't done it in so long. It's almost like I'm, I've lost who I am and I am on a mission to find myself. Like, who am I? What do I like? What do I enjoy? And I want you to join me on this journey because we probably all been lost for quite some time because we're we've been in the business of trying to make everybody else around us comfortable in the midst of losing who we are. So with that being said, I challenge you to really figure out some things about yourself. Take some small steps, whether it's who are you in your career and your friendships and your partnerships and your relationships with family members who are you where do you really stand is are in is that where you feel like you need to be and maybe it's time to make some changes well thank you so much for joining me on episode six i hope you found something out of what i said to be helpful for you and please make sure you share this podcast with your friends with your peeps on instagram on facebook um please leave me a review reviews are great love reviews hopefully positive reviews but feedback is also good too um can you just not leave that on a review just message me some feedback if you want to give me some feedback um but remember to be kind right let's no need to like go rent on anybody's day right (laughs) anyway uh it's been real i appreciate you guys love you so much again this is mallory and self-love and happiness the podcast until next time bye